Hey, this is Ash Cash. And first and foremost, I want to say thank you for tuning in to the Ash Cash Show. For this month, we are at a total of 3,000 downloads, which is a milestone for us because when we first started this podcast, we would get maybe 20 to 50 downloads. Uh, and I know there's people out there that get you know, 10,000 downloads a month, 20,000, 100,000, even a million. Uh, but we are grateful for the 3,000 people who are rocking with us. Uh, if this is your first time tuning in, make sure you are subscribing to the podcast, whether it's on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio. Just make sure that you are spreading the love, you are subscribing, but then also telling people about this podcast because our goal here is to help change your mind, to manage your money better, to build wealth, to just understand that you are abundant, that you can create abundance, that the life that you want, the life of your dreams is yours. And so we try to give you the tools to do so, whether it's other people's stories, whether it's experts giving you tips. So thank you, first and foremost. Secondly, I'm excited about this episode because, you know, I grew up in Harlem uh, and everybody who has their heroes or the people that they look up to. Uh, and as a, as a young young guy in Harlem, you know, Kevin Childs was the, was the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, and to be able to have him come on the show and talk about uh, his success uh, that him him and his wife has had, or him and his family uh, with Don Diva Magazine, but just giving us nuggets about how to be successful and the, the, the formula for success. And in fact, you know, I might have got, got an exclusive because I'm not sure if I've ever heard any uh, Kevin Chow's interviews. So, you know, this is an exclusive interview. You know, you heard it first. Always wanted to say that. Uh, but yeah, again, thank you. Tune in. Make sure you share this with all of your friends, your family, and uh, yeah, see you on the other side. WHCR 90.3 FM, New York. I ain't talking about rich, I'm talking about wealth, wealth, wealth. Money ain't a thing, money ain't a thing. Money in the bank, money in the bank. We can talk, but money talk, so talk more. Ash Cash Show, Ash Cash Show. Now tuned in to the Ash Cash Show, your number one source for financial motivation. Get your mind and your money right. Disclaimer, the views and thoughts expressed are those of Ash Cash, the Ash Cash Show, and anyone who has ever believed in anything greater than themselves. Following this advice may cause happiness, confidence, self-assuredness, genuine satisfaction, and other good things that are reserved for those who are not afraid of living life. TGIF, my movers and shakers, welcome to the best day of the week, every single day. Today's Daily Word is dedicated to having unwavering faith. Before I can continue, I need to define the word unwavering. As defined by Webster Dictionary, unwavering means not wavering or hesitant, marked 
by firm determination or resolution, not shakable, firm conviction, steadfast resolve, and undeniable perseverance. It doesn't mean when circumstances are right, just in case, to be on the safe side or as soon as. Unwavering faith is about believing wholeheartedly in yourself and what you want out of life. It's about believing that no matter what is being thrown your way, you will receive all that you deserve and will come out victorious. Life only rewards those who know what they want and will get it by any means. Stop playing it safe. Just hang in there. Contrary to popular belief, miracles do happen and they are a result of focus, determination, and action towards your desired result. Once you make a commitment that what you want out of life is what you will get, then the universe will respond accordingly. Believe in your plight and make it do what it does. I'll leave you with a couple of quotes. And the first one's by Jordan C. And it says, faith is believing in things when common sense tells you not to. Next quote by George Bernard Shaw, and it says, The man who listens to reason is lost. Reason enslaves all whose minds are not strong enough to master her. And the last but not least, by Kira Naris, and it says, That's the thing about faith. If you don't have it, you can't understand it. And if you do, no explanation is necessary. And speaking of no ne- no explanation being necessary. We have the four foot eleven marketing maven in the building, Mr. Shima Jones. Speaking of faith. Oh, I should have said that, right? Yes. Yeah, That'd have been a better faith, transition. That I'm is sorry. How and why I am even here right now. Yes. <laughs> okay, so for brand new, brand new, brand new, brand new equity. It's pretty much the perception that you have um, based on value in the consumer's eyes. So, for example, Beyonce, she, you know, you knew where you were when that digital dropped, right? She came out with an album, didn't need any mo- promo or marketing for it because the brand equity that she built up over time pretty much promised that she would deliver, regardless if you got a taste of what she was putting out or not. So the greatest way to actually build brand equity is to stay consistent, deliver on quality, and always be authentic. Authenticity is super important when you're building a brand because you can't fake it for a very long time. So you might as well pursue what it is that's in your heart to pursue. Pursue that vision. Pursue it with faith and wholeheartedly and definitely build up that brand equity by always delivering on your promise. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, cool. So we are excited, as we are as always, uh, for the guests that we have in the building today. Uh, But we're going to take a quick music break, and then when we come back, we're going to come back with our special guests. We're going to talk about building a brand, maintaining the brand. But this is Ash Cash, Mr. Shima Jones, the Ash Cash Show. You're now tuned in to the financial motivator himself, Ash Cash, Mr. Mind Right, Money Right. Money Right. We are back, the Ash Cash Show, every Friday, 7 p.m., WACR, 90.3 FM, New York, the voice of Harlem with Ash Cash and Mr. Shima Jones. All right, so I'm excited about the guests that we have today. They are the founders and creators of Don Diva Magazine. Since 1999, Don Diva Magazine has been providing a raw and uncut look 
into the phenomenon that is known as the urban culture. They educate their readers to legal and social issues that affect their lives and communities in a way that entertains and informs. For the past 17 years, Dawn Diva has been the most sought-after publication on newsstands in its publishing genre. Dawn Diva magazine is now conquering the internet with the global site DawnDivaMag.com that has new features for the readers and new e-commerce opportunities for advertisers and partners. Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause for Miss Tiffany Childs and Kevin Childs. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. But I'm excited uh, that you guys uh, are our guests today. Uh, and so for, for those who don't know, um, you know, who Don Diva is, if they you never picked up the magazine, uh, talk to us a little bit about Don Diva. Talk to us a, a little bit about, you know, you know, the journey of beginning the magazine. Well, uh, like you said, we've been in business since 1999. Uh, the initial concept of the magazine was really more of a promotional or a marketing tool for uh, some music projects I was working on at the time. Kevin came up with the concept, the idea, and it was really a one-off. We only intended to just put this one issue out. It was promoting all of these projects that I was working on, and it was supposed to be like this one thing. Then we got all these letters. They were coming mostly from inmates, but we were getting letters. When's the next issue? And I'm like, next issue of what? Yeah, I was I was like, okay, now what are we going to do? Next thing we know, it went, because when we first started, it was Don Diva Entertainment, um, because it was music. Uh, then when we found out that we were going to do a magazine, it turned into Don Diva Magazine. And um, our initial concept really was just to give a voice to inmates and people who are normally not given a voice in the mainstream media. So uh, when I used to visit Kevin while he was incarcerated, I met a lot of families, different people, and they all had the same basic story. They didn't understand the laws that got them put in jail. They didn't understand how the system worked, and it was too late by the time they started to figure it out. So these things started to shape and mold the editorial mission of the magazine. And um, I guess 17 years later, we're still here, so, you know, I doing guess... Doing something right? Yeah, we're doing a little yep. bit something right, but yep. we had no training, and I, when you were saying about brand equity, it made me realize that we didn't have these terms when we started. Mm. We, didn't know what, we didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what publishing was. I didn't go to school for that. This is not something... We did this on our own, on-the-job training, uh, trial and error, figured things out the long and hard way. It cost us a lot of money to mm. make a lot of very costly mistakes, um, I think the industry's changed over the last 17 years, so we've been able to thankfully grow with it, and some things have gotten easier. Some things have gotten a little bit more difficult, but I think the one thing that we've always maintained is the quality of the product, not only the physical product, but of the information that goes in it. So when you were speaking of brand equity, we realized maybe five years into this thing that the little personal things that made the magazine, made us passionate, certain things that we implemented, like certain types of stories we wouldn't do, certain ways we wouldn't do stories, because we always wanted the reader to feel like they were getting the raw, uncut version of something. But we also wanted the individuals um, that were telling their story through us to feel comfortable and know that their words would never be mixed up, they would never be misconstrued, we would never put words in their mouth. 
And that goodwill that we developed is really what's kept us here for 17 years. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's very many places these individuals can go to have their story told with integrity the way we try to do it. And actually, we insist on it. We've walked away from stories that probably would have been blockbusters, but they just didn't meet our personal criteria. So we missed that one. And one fun fact that that I want to mention, too... um, I forget what year it was, but actually, right? So it was a long time ago, but actually uh, Don Diva magazine was the first time I ever was in a print magazine. I wrote an article, uh, and then I got a column uh, called Ask Ash Cash. Uh, It was my first column. So I just want to say thank you, right? Because prior to that, I was just sort of like taking the leap. Uh, you know, so to speak. And I remember getting letters, you know, from people saying, yo, I, you know, I read, you know, I read your column or, you know, I'm so proud of you. And, you know, so people um, who I kind of grew up with, uh, I was able to be an inspiration for them because them seeing somebody that they came up with and using that as inspiration. And so in the 17 years, how has Don Diva magazine been impactful? How has it uh, inspired people? There's a lot of different ways we've inspired, but I think taking piggybacking off of what you made the statement about yourself, um, I'm really particularly very proud of the fact that Kevin and I have an eye and we can see people and their talents. Maybe it's something that might not be fully developed at that particular moment, but we've been blessed to tell when somebody has a passion and when they're disciplined enough to build a career for themselves. I'm proud to say that we've got a few different people that have started with us and used the platform to brand themselves, like yourself, uh, BDOT from um, Rap Radar, mm-hmm. and uh, Rob Markman. Mm-hmm. Th- those are my two favorites to always talk about because they're hip-hop related. He's at, he's at and, MTV now. And he, mm-hmm. Rob is yeah. at MTV. Well, actually, no, Rob is at Genius now, right. and, he, and he just actually put out his first album. So he's you know, skyrocketing on social media right now. So nice. we've been blessed to be able to find people like like Ash, like Rob, who we can see they have a passion, that they, they bring something to the table, and they've not only been able to grow with us, um, they've been able to help us to, to grow the brand as well. So we've just been blessed to be able to see that in Great people and, and cr- create a platform, really. So we're not just also trying to give a voice to our readers, or the people we're doing stories about, but it's also to the people who work with us. We've, yeah. we've got a really great group of talented people around us mm-hmm. all the time. And it, it's it's a great feeling to be able to give back and to be able to say we help them with their career, we help mold them. Um, Kevin mentors, I can't even, I, I don't even know how many people he mentors, mm-hmm. but it's a lot. Um, we, we devote a lot of time to other people and trying to just help them see just a little bit of the success we've had or even just the fulfillment of it. Right. Um, and as far as the product itself, I think we contribute in the way that we deliver our stories because we do try to take information that I know our readers would not normally seek out on their own, mm-hmm. but they need it. They might not know how, and I'm sure you you run across this in your genre all the time. They know they need something. They might not know what it is. They might not know how to go about getting it. They don't know how to research. They don't ask questions. Um, so we try to speak in their vernacular. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we write a story, you're not going to, you know, I'm not using... We're not talking at them. We I'm not talk talking to them. at them. We right. don't want to be condescending. You know, we want them to understand we've either been there, going through it, um, have some type of experience. And we also try to bring in experts that, like Ash, um, lawyers, doctors, that 
Even prosecutors, even, doctors. We've had a few FBI agents right. run through stories with us. Oh. Um, and for me, it's, okay, you're going to pay this $8. You're going to get way more valuable information than just this $8 worth. Um, you're going to learn. You're right. going to, you know, you're going to, you're going to leave an issue with more information and more knowledge than you did, you had before you picked Best it up. Best investment you ever made. Exactly. That, that's All 61 of them. <laughs> 17 that's, years. Ago. That's right. <laughs> yeah. To speak about the 17 years, that's a very long time, you know, to really invest in something that you w weren't technically trained in. Uh, were there ever times you wanted to just kind of throw in the towel and on top of that, how have you been able to sustain the industry, especially with publishing itself? Okay. Well, um, I think Ash touched on it when he said, when, when you're doing something that you're passionate about, it, it, it's, it's no effort. The main thing that our mission statement is that we, we actually want to help. You know, we want to give back something to the community. You know, um, I, I know what my rearing was as a kid, and um, I didn't have individuals that positive role models, I should say. I saw individuals that were successful that actually was led me astray, and that's, end up, I ended up getting incarcerated because individuals that I looked up to and idealized were the ones that was tangible in my community. And I seen the success in what appeared to be success because, you know, I just was, you know, poverty stricken. And then you see someone who seems to be well off. You sort of like gravitate to that, especially in these environments. So I get it. You know, so uh, at, while I was incarcerated, um, I spent a lot of time reflecting on the mistakes that I made. And I wanted to say I didn't want, you know, any individuals that came behind me, more specifically my children, of course, because I had sons. And I didn't want them to see me as a hero or this is what they wanted to do. I wanted them to understand that I made mistakes. I went in it, I did what I did with good intentions because my circumstances were what they were, they were dire. And I had to do something to, to, to get out from up under those circumstances. Um, but having said that, when we think about the magazine and when we do whatever it is that we do with each issue, I try to provide information and give other op options and alternatives. You know, I understand the mentality, I understand the urban environment, I understand where these kids come from, so we talk at them and to them more specifically, and, and we give them opportunities to say, hey, you can do this. Because again, I have no experience in publishing, like you said, and, and, and since being incarcerated and coming home, it's allowed me to put my children through college. It's allowed us to buy a home. Um, I have a 16-year-old son right now who's never had a bad day in his life. Him and my life are so contrast to one another that it just makes me proud to know that he, he doesn't know what a bad day was. And, I, and this ha creating this magazine and providing this information has created a platform for me to do so. So if nothing else was to happen from this day forward, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with what, we've, what we're doing, what we continue to do. So it's, 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 a, it's a labor of love. You know, we, we love what we do. No, absolutely. And that's really a testament of like when you when you are doing it from a, a place of passion, a place to uh, help others that you will succeed. Right. Because I remember when Don Diva came out, there was just so many different people trying to like tap into that genre. Um, and many of them are not even around anymore. You know, Yeah. well, I think um, when we started the magazine, it was actually a really great time for urban entrepreneurs. Uh, when we first started the magazine, Kevin was incarcerated. I literally remember days on 125th Street selling magazines out of the trunk of a car. It was myself and Kevin's kid's mother was with me. We were outside, family, family thing going on. 
And Terry Woods, author Terry Woods, was maybe two cars ahead with her book, True to the Game, selling them out of the book back of her car. And her and I actually got to be close. We, we swapped stores. We were literally, hey, I got this mom and pop across town. Oh, I got this mom and pop in D.C. And there was a camaraderie there. And then... At that particular time, what we were doing, even Terry included, was very provocative. You know, you didn't have album covers with guns on it at the time. So our, our content was gritty. It was edgy. I would come home and newspaper vans, news, news vans would be in front of the house. And I'm like, OK, what do you want? <laughs> you know, but it was an amazing time for opportunity. Um, it was exciting. Every time we got a new store, I, I remember the feeling of getting our circulation up, the numbers up. Um, the publishing game is just like the music game. They pay you, well, they like to pay you 30% of what they take. This is the, the national distributor that we have. It's the biggest national distributor, international distributor. He, they do Time, Penthouse, Playboy. And we were lucky enough, because of the hard work that we put in, we wrote that deal. Right. They came to us and tried to give us the standard contract, but it wouldn't work. I already had a fan base. I already had readers. We had stores. We were, we were doing independent distribution. Right. So we were able to really renegotiate that whole genre. We made it possible for these other magazines to come behind us mm. and get attention mm. because we really paved the way. We, we got a deal that was probably unheard of in the, in the magazine industry at the time. 30%, we were getting 40 and 50% sale-through rates consistently for years. It was it was unheard of. So when the, when the dish, you know, like music, when they say, oh, we got a deal, it's the same thing with magazines. Oh, we got a distributor. Mm-hmm. When this distributor came to the table, he had to come, he had to come to our table mm-hmm. as opposed to us going to his because we established ourselves independently. Mm-hmm. We had a following. We, we weren't limping. We were doing really well, you know. We were we were very fortunate, and then the ads were coming in. So it was a it was a great probably about ten, I would say ten consistent years of, of like a run we call it run. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I think when you asked about the change in publishing when things started to go digital, we were still selling magazines, and okay, and still currently are. and still currently yeah. selling magazines. I mean, the old fashioned way. Right. right. And so it's actually a little bit scary because we're like, OK, well, we hear that there's an issue with sales. Right. Fortunately, we don't know what it is just yet. But we do notice the trends in obviously um, everything's online now. We so three years ago, we made the transition and we added digital content, not only to the website, but the magazine is also digital now. So that helped us greatly with international uh, readers because the, you, you just took out the whole shipping expense. But more than that, it broadens your audience. It broadens the audience, right. obviously, and then um, it gives us an opportunity to bring greater, broader content to our readers as well. So now we're we've changed the name so it's now it's Don Diva Global Media because we are doing the online content and we have some other projects in the whole that we're working on that will further solidify the media part of the new name and the logo and um I'm excited about it. Absolutely, absolutely. But no, I've never thought about quitting either and like Kevin was saying it's always funny because our son is 16. He was, he was obviously born a year after we started the magazine and the magazine's my baby, just like my child, you know, and I, I've watched, you know, we've nurtured both. We've raised both of them, and we were just talking about the other day. Our kid is about to be 18, and wow. he was raised on Don Diva. Right. And, and, and so from hearing what, what, what you're saying, is it safe to say, you know, the same sort of like 
uh, grind. Like today, you know, today's day and age when we look at the music business um, and a lot of people who are wanting record deals and they're not coming to the record labels with anything. So it's the people who are putting in the work, who are coming with a fan base, who are the ones that are able to monetize, you know, their business. Um that sounds like exactly what you guys did, right? You you kind of put in the work, you put in the groundwork. So is it safe to say that that no matter what you get into, there is a formula for success? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hard work. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's funny when I talk to some of the younger kids that 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 we had working with us now, um, I I see currently where we are with social media, the digital properties, and all of that. It's it's, it's actually seems easier mm. to to be successful present day than it was for us because back then we literally went door to door but more specifically newsstand and newsstand so we're we're re-educating ourselves you know over the last three years so you know because again we all grew up in this industry learning it and so we know everything about publishing like tiffany mentioned we noticed the trend starting to change where you know with social media instagram facebook you know those kind of things the brands are being delivered via those vehicles so, you know, we, we've been having a conversation for some years now where we stated, you know, sweetheart, we got we to gotta do some things a little different. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I'm sort of stuck in my ways about how I do certain things mm-hmm. because it, it's, it's worked. So it's almost like the, the old adage, if, if, it ain't broke, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But I'm smart enough as well to realize that there's things that we got to do a little different. So we've been spending a lot of energy, you know, working on our social media platforms, you know, uh, creating or coming up with concepts to grow the brand in that in that uh, in that lane, and these we got some great young kids that's been working with us. It's funny because, like I said, I'm 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 the student now. Mm-hmm. You know, I sit amongst them, and uh, I listen to some of their uh, ideas, and some of them are far fetched to me. But um, to be quite honest, I don't I don't knock any of them. You know, I say, hey, you know what? Let, let's see. You know, okay, let's let's experiment it and see what comes of it. And you know, oddly enough, we actually having a, a, a great success. So it's funny for me because, like I said, you know, um, I don't mind being a student. You know, I, you know, most times I'm mentoring, but in other instances, I'm actually learning. But but that's the thing, we're not afraid to learn something. You know, what I mean, we don't we don't say no to anything because the only thing you can do is try it. And if it don't work, then okay. But it was an experience. But from those experiences, we're starting to like get a an idea of what we want to do as far as the magazine online and, and you know because it's, it's, it's two different products you know but yes. social media is a necessary component of what you have to do in 2017 to exist in any capacity I don't care what what product you have you have to have a social media presence so we've been spending the last couple of years actually focusing more of our attention on that because again if you want to be successful in the future then this is something that you know you, you have to embrace and understand so again like I said I find myself reading taking tutorials doing whatever I need to do because I didn't grow up in this era. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a little, it's a little, it, the learning curve is a little different for me. You know, like my son, this is the, the, the generation, the millennial, him being one that grew up. So it comes second nature to him. I have to retool my mind to process things a certain kind of way to understand it. But I, I enjoy the challenge, you know, because I, I like succeeding at whatever it is that I set my mind to. I'm very passionate about winning. Like, you know, I'm second to nothing I do. Yep. So, you know, um, you know, we're taking on that challenge, and and and, and you, you can already see the success that we're having. You know, and again, this is in a short time. Yeah. So, I have like so many questions. <laughs> um, first of all, I really appreciate the way you took your story and 
you are taking that story back to people who um, are in similar situations, but you're not watering it down or trying to change it. You're just trying to share. So I appreciate that to the max. Um, you spoke about the relation, you know, the fact that you were two cars down from someone else who was coming up at the same time. How important has relationships been over the 17 years that you've been? Um, um, our magazine is based on it. Our magazine is literally based on it, and I'll let Kevin get a, a word and edgewise on this one because the majority of the content relationships and maybe even a lot of the business relationships have been his. Um, we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for his credibility. Um, and obviously our relationship fueled the whole magazine, um, always has from cover to cover. Uh, so that's been a huge part of the magazine and our business as well. Cause we do the magazine, but we have a thousand other rev- revenue streams that go along with it. So it's like this huge big, you know, we're running a lot of stuff. We've got a lot of things that we're doing, but it was ironically always been my unwavering faith in Kevin that allowed us to do because there's been times where I might not have understood what he was saying but I'm smart enough to say yes no problem whatever you say (laughs) and and learn along the way but it's always been my faith in him as a person that allowed me to keep going and his faith in me is what allowed me to become the businesswoman I actually eventually grew into being because he's taught me so much along the way but he also made my natural qualities come out because he made me comfortable and he taught me along the way. So Kevin has these, you know, he, he had a very, you know, poverty-stricken childhood. I, I had an amazing grandfather who made sure I didn't want for anything in life. But I didn't have the mental guidance that I needed to nurture. As women, you know, you, you go from your dad's house to finding a husband to doing these things. And you're lucky if you find someone who nurtures you and pushes you forward to being the best that you can be. And that I was, I've been blessed to have him to do that for me. So that makes those three, in, three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, uh, late night magazine <laughs> editing, it's just like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. But it's not work because it's, it's grown into such a huge passion, but it's been such a big part of our lives. Like, I don't know, I don't even know what I would be doing if Don Diva didn't exist. Now that's that's awesome, and, and and that's and that's something that like um, you know something that I appreciate and something that I kind of want to you know dive in a little deeper in um, is you know uh, Jay Z just came out with four 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 and a lot of what he's talking about is generational wealth and you know you know building stuff with families things that a lot of people have been saying. Um, Years, right. <laughs> right, right, no, absolutely, absolutely, but you know, and so and so you know, talk to me a little bit of, uh, about that dynamic, you know, because when 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 we talk about generational wealth, uh, when we talk about, you know, you guys running a family business, um, you know, having your kids involved, having family involved, um, talk to us a little bit about that that dynamic and how do you guys make that work? First of all, for me, so you understand uh, a little bit about my plight, um, you hear a lot of, I've, I heard a lot of entertainers say this, more specifically uh, rappers say where they, uh, this had to work. In essence, that's that's my truth. Because the only thing I've ever been great at was what sent me to jail. So I had to contemplate what I was going to do to not end up back as a statistic. Because as you very well know, recidivism is what it is. And more so because, again, a lot of us just know what we know. And when you come home and you hit a hardship, you go back to what you know. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's, it's, just, it's just about instincts and surviving. 
It's just a natural kind of thing you do, sink or swim. So um, that's what is the reality in a lot of these urban communities. But having said that, I had to make this work. And I knew I was really good at what I had been doing that got me, like I said. And I said to myself, you know what? And I didn't do that being a dummy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to really apply myself. I'm, I'm going to... And mind you, I had plenty of businesses even during those times. Mm-hmm. But what, I, what was missing from those businesses is that I never gave it the attention that it deserved because I was always preoccupied with so many different other things that maybe made me more money with instant gratification opposed to having the focus to say long-term. If I stay at this long enough and be consistent, you know, I, I went out over that. Because you think about the 10 years that I spent not doing what I could have had a slow grind and just been consistent, and, you know? So when I came home, or when I was, before I came home, I said to myself, you know what, I'm going to give this every opportunity that it deserves. And I stayed focused and I put that same energy into this business. And more importantly, like I said, my children was small, and it's something about looking at a smaller person versus someone who you have to start giving an explanation to that sort of changes your mentality a certain kind of way, you know, because when your child is a toddler, you sort of dress them up, you know, send them to bed, and, and they don't know the pitfalls in the world. Mm-hmm. But coming home and talking to a teenager, I got to have a different kind of conversation with a teenager, you know, because I don't want you to follow in my footsteps. So having said that, you start doing things a different kind of way, making sure that Every step you take is the right step, you know? And even when you make a, a misstep, you correct it, figure out what you did wrong, and then you build from that. So when we started building this brand and I started seeing the more success we started gaining, the more aggressive I got at staying focused and on, on, on course, you know? And I, and, I, and I speak to my kids, like, I want to create a legacy. I want to be able to hand them over something so that if you're just passionate about taking care of yourself and your family, then this is your tool. This is your opportunity. You can pick up right where I leave off and do the same thing because all, I, all I'm, I, it's just tenacity when it comes to me you know I'm not going to fail at it I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay up I'm, I'm the first one up the last one to go to sleep you know if I don't know something I'm not afraid to and again like I said and, and it's, these millennials you just google something now whereas before you had to actually go to a library and research something right. which was a process but now you can there's no more fighting we don't have to argue about something that, that we don't know the answer to. Right. You just Google it. So you can literally sit at, at, in your couch at the comfort of your home in an air-conditioned room mm-hmm. and figure out what you need to do. So having all of these resources now, you really don't have an excuse at failing. You know, There's no excuses at failing whatever it is you want to do because the only thing that's going to cause you to fail is the fact that you don't put in the energy or the effort. That's the only thing that's, that, that's the only reason why you can fail at anything now. I don't care what it is. I don't care. Like, if you put the energy in, you put the effort in, you learn that trade or that craft, persistence is going to overcome resistance. It's like, mm. you just stay focused. It's, it, like, because there are certain people who have a natural talent. But if you're that guy who just work hard at it, yep. you're going to end up surpassing that individual who has talent. Because yep. some people don't, 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 don't nurture their talent a certain kind of way because it's a gift and they take it for granted mm-hmm. you know but that person who really worked hard at something they have a different kind of appreciation mm-hmm. so my shortcoming had provided that reality for me like this is too wonderful like you know I, I sleep comfortable at night I'm not worrying about nobody kicking my door because of something I did a year ago two years ago you know I don't, I don't have sleepless nights no more you know I, I get to look in my children's eyes and in my health and, and, and it's God's way I'm going to be here to see y'all be successful right. so you just Put the things in your life that's important. Put some passion and some drive behind it, and there's your there's your uh, formula for success. Man, 
The church doors are open, baby. I like you dropping some knowledge. All right, we're going we to take a quick quick music break, really quick. Um, but we'll be back. This is Ash Cash, Mr. Shima Jones. Ash Cash Show. You are now tuned in to the Ash Cash Show. Your number one source for financial motivation. Get your mind and your money right. Okay, this time we're going to set it off. Miss Hustle. Featuring Votto. Nick Bucks. With A and Rich, got rich hat. The blocks and strip packed to get the mixed case. Grand tour, we did that. Parades, we went strapped to get clapped. Can't knock the hustle. The known mecca forever proud. You won't see Kevin Lyles but Kevin Childs. Right? Well, you was blessed me, big gal. Party with her six. Von Zip. Word the puff, we're getting it is a must. Real ones like Gruff was killing them with the baby main had fiends like Thriller. It was a rush. May stepped in the light and Killer was in the cut. Yeah. Then came Diplomats. Linux was on the map. Where we was quick to lose it, flip it and get it back. Uh-huh. Ski rack on the range, inside champagne, a whiskey full limp. Construct Tim's the match. Woo! Strings and tongue hanging, teens is gun banging. Giving these OGs hell, they young Satans. Grabbing keys over degrees, they want names in the drug game and big chains, they done waiting. Uh, Helly Hansons was the Level bombers, A-Rexes with the writing Used to bomb them, Black Vanson with the mic then Used to get from Branson, that was Dykeman huh? With A and Rich, got rich hat The blocks and strip packed to get Up in Harlem Yes, Grand Tour, we did that Parades, we went strapped to get clapped Up in Harlem Yes, the known mecca forever proud You won't see Kevin Lyles but Kevin Childs Up in Right, where well, you was blessed, me big gal Party with her six, Von Zip Up in Harlem I'm from the home of Big Gal, you know the real fit is hip. 40 below and vintage chill figures. Don't get along, you know they drip. The whips, they be black outside just like a fit. Saying Nick P's all on my ass. Yeah, they came, but don't leave cause we don't left. Saying Nick P's all on my ass. Yeah, they came, but don't leave cause we don't left. Saying Nick P's all on my ass. Yeah, they came, but don't leave cause we don't left. You know that back talk, only respect figures. It ain't directors when we put that on the set. Yeah, right up the block from the A train, outside the Chinese store with Mei Lang. We sell that China white, I call it Beijing. And they all welcome me back with it though, Mace King. Can't forget the homies up in Polo. Down horse around, but it's always up on the logo. Home is real, they still saying no. Yeah, we shop up town and get some garments from Soho. You're now tuned in to the financial motivator himself. Ash Cash. Mr. Mind Right, Money Right. Money Right. We are back to Ash Cash Show every Friday, 7 p.m. WACR 90.3 FM, New York, the voice of Harlem with Ash Cash, Mr. Seema Jones. And we are here with, you know, the OGs, the legends, the creators of Don Diva magazine. And so, man, they are dropping so much uh, knowledge. Um, and so I'm so I'm so excited. And just the wisdom that you guys are giving us so far, like I didn't even want to go to the break. Like I just wanted to kind of like soak it all up. Um, but I want to talk about sort of like the evolution, right? So, uh, you know, 17 years of, of putting out the magazine successfully um and 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 so before we even go there like one of the things i appreciate about the magazine um you know as you guys mentioned is that it is full of substance right so it's not just it's it's not just a magazine that's trying to glorify anything it's really you know real information and so coming up you you know you look at the different things like the 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 glamorous things that are in the magazine you know the sticky pages not for me but you know the sticky pages you know for for my friend you know my friends look at the (laughs) sticky pages but you know in 
between, there is so much uh, information. There was things that I learned, you know, about um, how to conduct myself when, you know, the, the, the cops stop you or, you know, certain things that, uh, you know, things were happening legally, you know, raw law, you know. And, I mean, we can even talk about how you guys were able to get people book deals, uh, you know, partnerships with, with some big brands. We've talked lightly about it, but the success is, like, really huge. Uh, and so many people may not know how substantial the magazine is. So, you know, first, appreciate you guys for that. And so now, what is that that evolution like, right? So 17 years of giving people raw, uncut uh, information that's helping them with their lives. And then so now when you, you, you transition, you go from, you know, doing that for 17 years, you're transitioning into a global brand, media. But what's what's next? For the Dawn Diva family? Uh, for, for the brand itself, um, we've been on a campaign for probably the last almost a year. We've been giving out free issue, free digital issues of the magazine. They can they can get on our website, dawndivamag.com. The mail as well. So oh. Just to pay the shipping and handling. Yeah, you just pay the shipping and handling right. just to get it if they have to order it through the mail. But for, the, for us, that's our way of at least getting the magazine into your hands for the first time. Um, I'm convinced, and I think from a lot of my readers as well, you read one, you're coming back for more. So this is my way of saying here, I'm going to give this one to you, you'll be back. Free free sample, right? Excuse the terminology. (laughs) Free sample. Um, And then I think on a greater, um, a more broad scale, um, I've been working for many, many years to get Kevin to talk a little bit more. Um, he helps so many people, but you're, you know, you have to be in his inner circle because that's who he talks to. And no, this is exclusive. Y'all just gave me some exclusive stuff though. Like, and, 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 and honestly, he did probably. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, no, but, I, but, but I don't even know if y'all understand how elated and excited of the nuggets that, you know, that Kev was just able to give us because, you know, me growing up, you know, like I grew up in Harlem knowing like, I don't know if there's any interviews. I don't know if if, if there's any nuggets no. out there. And so, like, I, f- I feel like right, yeah. and and that's and that and that's my point. Um, he he helps the people that he helps in his inner circle, and then so many he he doesn't even know or understand how many people he helps just with from Don Diva. Because mm-hmm. if 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 you're reading an issue with Don Diva, that's our lives in there. That's probably that's where you go back to authenticity and. Um, just having that brand equity because it comes from putting out quality product but there there's no one who can talk about this genre the way he can nobody and i bank my life on that every day there's nobody who can talk this talk like kevin does and be authentic with it um so i i i've been very uh vocal in pushing him towards just getting out more and just really let's focus on these social social injustice issues let's talk about things that we can do and just have him be more accessible to the people who really could use his guidance. Um, I think Kevin would be phenomenal uh, as more of a national mentor figure. Um, You know, Kevin's just very humble and modest. I agree. You know, he doesn't see, or maybe he does see what I see, but he's just a little too humble to do it. it's, 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 It's just not my natural comfort level. But when I think about it, uh, I want to make that contribution. So it's, this is a challenge for me mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm not overly talkative. Mm-hmm. I'm not overly talkative, but I'm very passionate about what I do talk about. And, and, and the, the most important thing is for us to give back, to, cha- to change as many lives as, that we, as we possibly can J- through information mm-hmm. and through my experiences. Because like I said, I know a lot of 
my peers and even some of the younger generation look up to me a certain kind of way because they see me as a success story for my, you know, exploits, you know. And again, I don't, I don't glamorize that. That was my reality. And like I said, I'm, I've just always been passionate about and driven by whatever I do. So like I said, no different in this magazine, whatever I do, I give it 100% you know, of, of, of my focus and attention, and I don't plan on failing at whatever it is. So again, I'm taking that same mentality because it's not a whole lot of nothing that's different about me. You know, um, again, this magazine spared and saved my life, you know, and um, I'm the typical kid in, 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 in the ghetto, you know, um, typical kid, you know, who, and we all want the same thing. We want to succeed in life, be successful, take care of our families, you know, get them into better situations, you know, so, you know, they can sleep comfortable at night. And again, that, that passion is just going to drive you to succeed if, you, if this is really what you're trying to do. And like I said, I'm a great example to say you can do anything you set your mind to because, again, I'm not a talent. Like, this, you know, this is just something that I'm just passionate about and I'm driven about. So, again, if something intrigues me, then I say, you know, we need to put this in a magazine because it had me saying, like, wow, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. So the magazine is a whole bunch of wows. That was interesting. You know, it's a collective of just a bunch of that stuff, you know, or things that happened to me in my life that I'm like, I, I consider myself to be uh, pretty smart, you know, ahead of the curve. And here I am finding myself at, at a loss for for this reality or these situations or this predicament I find myself in. So it's just a bunch of that. You know, um, every experience I have from buying a house to buying a car uh, uh, to uh, getting my son in a charter school, whatever it was, whatever the application was, whatever, whatever, whatever those experiences were, we in turn go back and have a conversation and say, look at how we're benefiting from this situation or, or this this fortune, you know, that we're having and we want to share it. So we, we don't hoard information mm-hmm. or, or, or things that happen. So anytime something happens to me, I give it away. Mm-hmm. Practically free. Like she said, like you can get the magazine for free right now. Even you know, just come log on, get it digitally for free. Or if you need to get a hard copy, just pay the shipping and handling. Mm-hmm. There's certain issues that we'll give you just so you can have it, so you can see what we're trying to do. Because that that's what it is for me. You know, um it's a lot of things that we could have did that financially probably we could have made more money from. Mm-hmm. You know, that would have maybe compromised our our integrity. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, or been in genuine, everything that we do is, as I learn it, I convey it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and that's just what we do. So you have to think when you're doing that and you're that genuine, there's no way that people are not going to see what you're trying to do because, like, me and you was talking before we got on air, I said, listen, when you do something for somebody and they see where it works, mm-hmm. and, if, if, and, and if they're just decent people, they're going to share that with the next person. Mm-hmm. So even if it's just a magazine and say, hey, you know, I got some information and I got a job from it, I fixed my credit, you know, I learned how to buy a car, purchase a home, you know, uh, what to do with my son, daughter, a health issue, whatever the case may be, and you share that information, it, it's, it's just going to just do organically. It's going to do what it do, almost like weeds. It's mm-hmm. just going to start popping up everywhere. Yeah. And that's pretty much what we do. It's like I don't think what we're doing is rocket science. I just think that uh, I really look at my people, and I, I really want to see something positive come, you know, uh, out their lives, from it, especially any mistakes that I've made. So when I talk to young kids and, you know, they may be talking about going on a job interview, and I tell them, listen, well, you got to dress a certain kind of way. This is what your resume needs to look like. We do, we do, we do all of those kind of things. You know, it's, it's like, I mean, whatever it is that, I, you know, we can do, then we, we pretty much do. And, the, again, the magazine is 17 years, 61 issues of wow. just these kind of, like, information. information. That's information. it. Right. Wow. wow. Powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. Hour, right? Yeah, we need another hour. Um Man, I don't want to go, but we have to. Uh, if someone wanted to connect with you guys online, connect with you, uh, where's the best place for them to find you? Um, 
DonDivaMag.com is our website. They can get the free issue of the magazine there. They can read our daily blogs. We post incredible international, national stories. They can also send um, any questions, emails to customer service at DonDivaMag.com. And, you know, we have a staff. We'll answer any questions we can. Um, we'll accept story ideas. We want to hear feedback. We love comments. Uh, we love to interact I, with our readers. I need to get back in the game. We'll, we'll talk about that offline. We'll talk about that later. No, but uh, round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. The, the creators of the DonDiva Magazine, Tiffany, Kevin Childs. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for all you do. Thank you. Uh, thank you for you know being our guest. Thank you for sharing this knowledge. And you know we just we, we truly appreciate you. Yeah, same. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for having us. All right. Um, we don't even get time for anything. All right, Mr. Seema Jones. Where can the people find you? You can find me at tashimajones.com. All of my social media and contact information can be found there. And me, I am Ash Cash. Make sure you visit me, IamAshCash.com. Become my friend on Facebook, Facebook.com slash IamAshCash. Follow me on Twitter, Twitter.com slash IamAshCash. And I'm on Instagram too, Instagram.com slash IamAshCash. Till next week. Oh, make sure you, you tune in to us. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, wherever you enjoy your podcast or the ashcashshow.com. But till next week, same time, same place. Peace. You are now tuned in to the Ash Cash Show. Your number one source for financial motivation. Get your mind and your money right.